In this live surfing podcast, Oscar Perinjury answers questions from everyone seeking pragmatic and effective solutions regarding emotional and energetic challenges, holistic health and the inner journey. Are there any questions from anyone who is here or who is participating from elsewhere? Do you have any question? Questions can be asked over Spotify or can be sent as voice message over the podcast webpage. What is the role of the inner friend or of a mystic? There seems to be no tradition in the West. Everybody seems to know and is quite sure what is right in life. And almost nobody wants to listen to the deeper insights of a living inner friend. We have to very sympathetically, compassionately consider the nature of the reality and understand how things work because then only it becomes possible also to find responses to all kind of challenges which are now very dominantly to be seen in the situation of the world. First of all, we have to see the background that there has been very much misunderstanding in the people who were having the responsibility and the role of a helper, of an inner friend in certain sense. And especially in the name of religion, in the name of uh, spirituality, there has been big misuse of power. And that has also created a big wound in human beings that it almost looks like you cannot trust anybody. So that is the background, especially in the modern Western world, you can see that it has come into that state where whom to trust? Who is right? What to orient to? So it is first of all necessary to consider this background that it is not that simple. It is not somebody is right and somebody is saying things and everybody will listen to it. No. It is very carefully to be bridged because there are mis there is misuse of power, there is misunderstandings and those who have been misusing power has been basically trapped in their own misunderstandings and following tendencies which is not based on the truth, which is not based on the reality. That is why I have been emphasizing more on the individual initiative to understand life to understand the reality, 
to understand oneself because when you understand the nature of your reality then you are capable to consider more deeply and this is what is required it is not enough if you blindly believe some person who says this or that and follow that that is no more going to be the right basis because we need to see that following something and doing certain things can be practical up to a certain point but the real understanding has to happen and that is what it is all about when you consider what is indicated not believe blindly and also not disbelieve blindly so i you must have heard me saying sometimes don't believe me blindly don't disbelieve me blindly but consider because there's a big difference when you believe and do certain things which are so to speak right you are remaining in the same state your understanding is not deepening you are following somebody and you are doing it more from a certain kind of logical rational basis rather than really seeing and understanding and that is why those who believe their belief can get shattered when things go differently than how they expect and imagine so the belief is not enough and this is exactly also the point where you have to go beyond the beliefs towards understanding and taking also individually the responsibility because you see your responsibility when you recognize the nature of the interconnectedness and to start with the nature of your judgments the nature of what way you categorize what way you put something as good something as bad and how you make decisions so this understanding oneself becomes a very big and decisive basis for a healthy development it begins when you start observing how the standards and values which we have in our ourselves are very much based on different kind of conditionings which we carry in us from the familiar background from the religious cultural political and also on the basis of some of the positive and negative experiences which we have made in different occasions so a child who comes basically in a state of openness and vulnerability is looking at everything in a state of wonder and is playful is joyous gets into this conditioning and the conditioning is in a way in the name 
of human reality are unavoidable. Because everybody all requires some orientation in life. We have also the biological conditionings. Not only the psychological conditionings, but we are now speaking more about the psychological conditionings. So we have to try to understand ourselves more wakefully. And that starts by being sympathetic towards oneself. That starts by accepting and respecting oneself. Now, it may be not so easily understand it, understood when I say it like this, because you think that you have to change yourself. There are bad things in you. There are things which are not good. Yes, yes. But start. Go beyond this fighting standpoint and trying to change and trying to force anything in a different direction. First, accept and respect yourself as something unknown. Because you find yourself with the kind of conditionings where you are in. And what is the point in just blaming yourself, wanting to punish yourself, to condemn yourself, to feel guilty? That is all ways to distract yourself from going into the right response. It prevents you from understanding yourself and the reality directly and deeply. So first accept and respect yourself and with that bring a very wakeful, conscious way of looking at all what is there. And there's a big difference. It is not analyzing and trying to put yourself in any boxes. It is simply looking what is all there. And <laughs> I want to emphasize on this. You have to look at yourself like a very loving mother looking at its child who is in some tantrums, who is in all, all kind of excited reaction and loud and screaming and shouting and all that. Now, for the others, this child looks like, what is this child who is brought up in a not right way and immediately it is categorized. But a mother or someone who is very loving to the child from the parental side or from the closer relatives or some other friend, they consider to find out what is making the child like it is now. What is its situation? What is its reality? Then the, they start questioning rather than just trying to punish it and to put it down and to suppress it and all that. So the mother would ask the child, what is with you? Are you having any pain? Is there something hurting you? Are you afraid of something? Do you need something? So they start questioning, trying to understand and give the child a chance to feel itself, to come into the expression. So when someone is sympathetically considering and not trying to punish, not trying to condemn, not trying to force anything, then the child starts relaxing and the child starts 
becoming capable to share or to mother or the parents get what is the actual situation maybe the child is very afraid of something or is very hungry or is very thirsty or or uh, maybe just wants to go to the toilet <laughs> and sometimes the child is not able to express it in the right way so sympathetically considering is a very very important thing and it is not only for understanding yourself because it is exactly the same orientation we need to have when we want to understand anybody else that is why i remind often connect through a quality of conscious compassion because compassion means you are not judging and trying to put the other in a box and say oh you are good you are bad you are right you are wrong you are superior you are inferior no you look see the inner quality when you are looking at somebody not trying to punish not trying to put any label but just considering so this conscious consideration is very very decisive and that will reveal a very different picture of the situation that means also going beyond the approach of punishment is a very decisive factor when we want a different world where human beings are becoming more human when we want a world where there is more understanding we need to begin with ourselves we need to understand ourselves and we need to go beyond the approach of fighting with ourselves or blindly fighting with anybody else and together with that comes also this factor we have to go beyond the approach of punishment why is it important to go beyond the approach of punishment because when we are only threatening people that when you don't do this you will be punished and inflict pain or inflict suffering in different ways they are not coming to any understanding and all those who are carefully considering and looking into the nature of the realities see something very basic that deep within everyone is arising from the same source everyone is in different states of manifestation and we help anybody and we help to create a different framework for living together when you are not thinking in terms of condemning in terms of punishing in terms of destroying in terms of a violent approach instead you look what is actually the situation how to bridge to it and when you can help each other and that starts with yourself first to go beyond fear that means you are not trying to intimidate the other even if the other is very nasty very foolish very destructive 
but just to create more fear and wanting to threaten only that will entangle both more instead creating a bridge and it's a very delicate thing that is where first of all consider the mother approaching the child in a non-judgmental in a non-condemnatory way that is a quality that's the inner quality but yet of course when somebody is in a very destructive process you have to take care that their destructivity is not going very far that it is not going into destroying others so one has to take care to contain and that is where the intelligence of the heart with the deeper considerations of the interconnected factors and the seeing the situation of the other they all coming together will create responses because for example everyone is having a certain kind of pride that is the part of a conditioning what we have we don't need to hurt the pride of the other we don't need to make the other feel that is inferior to us because in going in that approach we are trapped in our own judgmental process we have to look at each other consider each other in a state of conscious friendship and then you remove the barriers which are arising from the fear you start connecting more deeply then the conversation becomes more realistic otherwise it is out of fear just looking for strategies and then trying to give the other only guilt feeling and to say that you will be punished for this and so all this force and intimidation and threats entangle us more but instead to consider and it is not very easy i know that but at the same time that is what will make a real basic difference that is where we move as individuals and as humanity beyond the approach of violence beyond the approach of punishment beyond the approach of condemnation that means going beyond blind competition and comparison going beyond the approach of wanting to be superior to somebody so as you go into these areas more carefully and consciously you will see that this quality of accepting the other becomes a very basic value you can see it in a small situation when you are speaking in general you may think in terms of punishment and hurting and revenge and all that because it's somebody else and you have to deal with it so we are having already this judgment of friend and enemy friend and foe but just imagine it is somebody from your own closest circle your son or your daughter your brother your sister whom you love who is doing who is in that state 
what will you do do you want to just only punish you want only to make this person feel guilty and give up then you will try to understand you will try to consider you will try to bring more insight it is requiring more deliberate considerations it is requiring more patience but when you look more carefully you can see that that is the way we can bring in understanding that is the way we can help each other beyond the entanglement in fear and violence and that is our real trap therefore two things are very important one thing is in the world to have the orientation of compassion to have the orientation of that what is good and loving and go carefully and gracefully and then also to understand this factor that we understand the other only as deeply as we understand ourselves so understanding ourselves deeply means understanding our reality with all these conditionings with all these projections which we are used to becoming aware that our judgments are not based on seeing the reality the judgments are based on projections through our conditionings so that means you start becoming more careful and when you become more careful you start discovering you start seeing more things for example then you start realizing that look everybody has a different background everybody is having different kind of conditioning and then you start discovering something more another layer of depth that everybody has been created differently everybody is unique then we start coming into the deeper aspect of the reality where we see the creation the creator the basis of our life has to be considered so when your understanding goes deeper when you are understanding yourself more carefully and wakefully and you become a friend to yourself then you can become also a friend to the other and this is the quality of the inner friend because inner friend is one who is accepting and respecting himself as part of this mystery and therefore also sees in everyone else the same deep quality of mystery deep quality of innocence deep quality of being born out of the wonder that life is so this quality has to come in more and more human beings this quality has to arise through wakeful careful considerations now for example we are in a state in the world where a war can be a world global war can be very easily happening 
Why is it very, very important at this stage to consider this? Because you can see in this situation exactly what I am trying to make visible. To destroy is very easy, to punish is very easy, to condemn is very easy. But it is not solving, it is not creating the space of understanding and peace. The fear is provoked, the feeling of being inferior is provoked and it is a question of who has more destructive capacity and who is ready to use the destructive process more powerfully. So this is a very, very important area to consider. When we start seeing, distraction is very easy. You don't need much intelligence. You don't need to have any deeper understanding. Some cleverness and you can be destructive. And we are in a state where with all our ABC weapons, atomic, biological and chemical weapons, in the hands of people who are in many ways hurt, in many ways trapped in misunderstandings, in many ways not considered sufficiently. This is a very delicate situation. You see, even on very small individual level, you can see that. Especially in USA, you can see it much more because they have, everybody has guns, everybody has access to all these weapons. So when somebody is lost and have no perspective, they take a gun and shoot around. It is not understanding, it is a blind reaction. But that is what unconscious behavior is. And the same can happen with people in political power. When they are threatened, when they are in state of fear, state of uncertainty, they are also ready to behave without looking what destructive process it can create to the world, to the others, and what implications it will have to the whole life on the planet. So, it is very important to become aware of the nature of the human mind, its possibilities and limitations, and that begins with ourselves. Having said this, I want to bring the attention to something deeper, something more basic. That is, we forget in all our normal considerations the basis which we have, the creator and the creation, the wonder which is behind every manifestation of life. 
Life is supporting us to move towards this understanding. Life is inviting or whatever way we call the mystery, this unnameable, ungraspable basis of our reality. Some call it God, some call it Allah, some call it Ishwar, some call it Great Spirit, some call it with other expressions, Tao or anything. But we have to go beyond the words and understand the reality more directly and deeply. And then we can see that life is supporting us. But life is also giving us the chance to flower. To understand life more deeply and understand ourselves more deeply and through that recognizes or to recognize the blessedness of life, the wonder of life. This is where when we are confronted with this great challenge, we also starting start to consider from where we all come. What is that what we need to understand? What is it that what we are capable of? Because it is not only a so-called bad person who is capable of destructivity. It is our entanglement in the fear, entanglement in certain conditionings, which can make anyone get trapped into all kinds of reactions. So, we cannot make a real line and say, oh, here are the good and here is the bad. The good and bad are coming from the same source and when somebody is cornered, somebody is entangled, that is where you see what is the undercurrent factors working. When things are going well, everybody can be in the role of the good and the nice. But when things are challenged, when their own fears and their own unconscious desires and greed are provoked, then you can see what is the case. As I studied filmmaking, this is one of the things which was very interesting to understand in it. They say that to reveal the character, the personality, to reveal the nature of the person, you have to put this character in a state of crisis. So, in a crisis situation, where the normal kind of reactions and behavior is not sufficient, then unconscious things come up. That is where you can see that we all carry the potential to be unsensitive, to be destructive when we are not confronting ourselves more deeply and carefully. It is just like in the metal, they say that to purify the metal, they have to put it into the fire. So it is a kind of fire test which we need to put, on, put ourselves in to look when I'm confronted with my fear, with my greed, with my clinging to the 
habitual states, to my prejudices, to my pride, then what way do I react? Then you see that you cannot put that here is the bad one and here is the good one. No. It is all potentially there in each of us. The more you become aware, the less the chance we get trapped in it. Because you can say the so-called bad is like darkness. And the so-called good in the deeper sense is like light. When the light, the illumination becomes more, then our clinging, our negative approaches, our going after punishment, going in the approach of power and intimidation will diminish. We will see that that is not the right approach. So, illumination has to come in oneself. We have to bring wakefulness into our own nature of the reality. And then you will see that it will also spread. It comes to the others too, because in our interaction, in many, many ways, we are co-creators. And life is supporting us to understand this. Because it is in understanding it that we become clear, we become free, and we become aware of the true blessing what we have to be in this body, to be in this life process on this planet. Then you start seeing, because when you are not preoccupied with all kind of things coming from your conditioning and you are open to look, to consider, you suddenly realize what a wonder every smallest aspect of this life is. Every little insect, every little plant, every little leaf, every little living being. And then you see that every human being, when you don't put them blindly into a category, you realize that, no, you need to look at everybody with a careful respect, acceptance, and then try to bridge. And when somebody is in a destructive state, in an unloving state, in an unhealthy state, you don't punish them. You try to understand and bridge and help them to go beyond it. That is healing. And that begins with yourself. When there is a self-healing happening in your life, then you will contribute to the healing of the planet, healing of the society, healing of all this traps which are happening through misunderstanding. But without taking care in this basic area, when we are trying to just force changes and say, these are the bad people, these are the good people, we have to funny, punish them. <laughs> no, and that is where we see the limitation of such an approach because when you push people into their limit, then they are ready to freak out. Then they go amok. Then they shoot around. And that is not what we want to provoke. That's not what we want to, how we should go. That's not any sign of intelligence. So everybody who is involved has to see and consider all these aspects by 
deeper introspection by allowing their own inner clarity, allowing their own deeper goodness, allowing their own deeper intelligence, considering it all very courageously, gracefully. Gracefully is referring to a way of including in your consideration the creator and the creation. Then you will also see that we are all here just for a short while on this planet, given the chance to dance, to celebrate, to understand. But if we don't understand and celebrate life, we can very easily get trapped in all kind of misery, all kind of misunderstanding, all kind of negative states. So those who have the capacity, those who have the understanding, they should help each other to come out of their entanglements, come out of their sufferings. That is why compassion becomes very, very basic. And the inner friend is one who is sharing out of this compassion. And in a world where this hurt feelings, the misunderstandings are very dominant, to trust, to connect becomes more difficult. That is why you have to understand trust and connections of a deeper kind in a new light. When you understand yourself, understand by considering and wakeful way of being with life, your trust in the creation, trust in life becomes more authentic. It's not a belief. It is seeing the nature of the reality. And that is what is required. And that will eventually bring about a quality of trust between human beings. Because when you see in yourself what happens to you when you understand, then you also see what happens to somebody else when they understand. So it's a question of bringing the right understanding and to help each other to go beyond misunderstandings of every kind, beginning with the misunderstanding about ourselves and, in, and the nature of our reality. And we need to take this initiative. Everybody who can understand, who sees the challenge, who feels honestly wanting to do something, wanting to take care, then you will see that it's not just some peripheral things which has to be made differently. One has to bring about a very deep, honest, deeper way of seeing, feeling, considering. And this is possible, this is needed, and that is how we create the possibility for peace. And the peace is not something which is there standing. The peace is possible when there is more and more human beings living this quality of understanding and inner illumination. Understanding 
and the quality of love, the quality of compassion. Because that is what intelligence is when you look more deeply. Intelligence is not just cleverness and manipulativeness. It is more seeing the basic facts and seeing the interconnectedness and answering from this responsibility. So I would remind everybody who is ready to consider and I say consider, don't believe me, don't disbelieve me because some things which you can share with the words for practical functioning but there are some things where you have to experience yourself just like when you eat a fruit which is exotic and nobody knows around you and you want to share how the fruit tastes all what you say is only around the words around with words it is not the words cannot contain it you have to help the person to taste so it is like that with the deeper things you have to experience yourself and bridge from this basic quality. That is what will make the real difference. Life is supporting us and we should never forget that. That is why even in the darkest moments, even when everything looks so impossible, even if the destructive threat is so imminent and looking like unstoppable. Don't give up. Continue to be in your way creative. Continue to look more deeply. Continue to celebrate life and be compassionate to all who are in your area, in your field. Because the compassion which you live consciously will open many, many doors, will reveal many, many things which are very important. And this is the individual responsibility. And that is what the inner friend basically is concerned, to make everyone aware of their individual responsibility. But it is not easy because one is used to being like a child. The parents are responsible, others are responsible, somebody else has to do something for me. And one wants to avoid this responsibility, one wants to go around it. But at some point or other, the child has to see that it is in the nature of reality that we have to take responsibility. And that is the stage we are in. The humanity has to take a greater responsibility in taking care of our planet, in taking care of each other, and above all to understand that all what we have as valuable, this body, our capacities, the whole wondrous nature and all that what is in life process, it cannot be taken for granted. It is all part of a deep, unfathomable, caring, intelligent process which has made it all 
available that we can be here. So the more deeply you consider, the more wakefully you consider, the more it will become clear to you. The answer is not coming from somebody's philosophy and following some concepts. The answer is coming from your inner wakefulness, your understanding of the nature of the reality and the insight into the deep interconnectedness of life. Then you will go beyond hate, beyond destructive process. You will go beyond revengefulness. You will go beyond punishment. And that is the basis to create a world where love is possible, where human beings can live more harmoniously. And you have to always remember that this is something which we have to orient to because it is not something which we can make and settle. It's an ongoing process. There's a possibility of forgetfulness in human beings. There's a tendency to settle in human beings. There's a tendency to hold to that what is convenient. So, even when we see certain things in a certain moment, we tend to forget and we try to settle in certain kind of peripheral things. So there is a requirement for an ongoing awareness process. And when this awareness process is there, we create the basis for the right balance in life. We create the basis for a healthy development in the world. And it is mutual. It begins with yourself and it spreads in the whole world in different ways, directly, indirectly. It creates its waves. A lot more questions to be answered. Right after this, you are listening to the Live Surfing Podcast on Spotify. Live Surfing Podcast. We continue with some more questions. Any other question or anything else in anyone? Some days ago I came across a report from scientists. There was there's a group of island, different islands kind of nearby each other and on each island there's a population of monkeys but uh, they have no connection, no physical connection to the other island monkeys and they made an experiment they put there some fruits, dirty and when the monkeys discovered them, they were not eating them, yeah, because they were dirty. But 
but the scientists were waiting until after weeks one monkey t took the fruit and washed it in the ocean and was eating it. And then the other monkey saw it from this island and also did it. Yeah, so it was spreading around in this island. And then they went to the next island where the same monkeys are and they did the same and it was only one day immediately they got the point to wash it and eat it. Yeah. So they considered maybe there's such an invisible interconnectedness even when they have no physical contact and how this individual and collective how it, it is working together yeah so yeah it is like that uh, it's, that is why we have to remember that our normal way of making knowledge out of everything and to believe that we can judge and figure out you have to see the limitation of it Nowadays it is more easy to see that because we can see how when we use a cell phone the waves are coming from all over and we receive calls from anywhere in the world and how it is all manifesting, how it is all working. The more you consider it, the more amazing it becomes the more you realize that it is much, much more than what our normal, logical, rational mind can grasp. So it is very, very valuable to see that we need to go beyond our knowledge, beyond our judgment. We need to go into a different way of experiencing the reality. But we are too much fixed in a logical, rational way of figuring out things because it feels controllable, it feels solid, it feels manageable. But this misunderstanding also is part of our entanglement because then we are trying to hold to things which cannot be held. And trying, in trying to hold to things, we become very violent because we are afraid. When I don't hold to certain things, then maybe somebody else can destroy it or somebody else can take away something. So this blind clinging and blind way of reaction is also connected with our one-sided way of interpreting reality and our entanglement in the peripheral knowledge. That is very, very valuable that in different ways we get reminded that we need to go beyond our knowledge, beyond our usual way of looking and judging and consider life more carefully and deeply. And that is where we become more compassionate also to fellow human beings and all other beings too. Because then we see that when we look at an animal, we judge it according to certain kind of standards, what we have in the fear and the utility and all that. But when you look at it without any judgment, 
then suddenly you start seeing the beauty, the wonder. Then you see that even a dog or a cat or or any other bird, any suddenly you see that they have some qualities which you never imagined and considered when you were not looking at them with the right openness. So the openness is possible for a human being only when we consciously consider our usual way of judging, reacting and going about the life. So consciousness has to come in different ways and this is what I have been mentioning before when you take the initiative to consider an understanding the nature of your reality, you create the right basis for a deeper understanding. And then you really see that how valuable it is that we are compassionate to all fellow living beings. Because when you look how we go with other animals in our way of trying to produce food for our requirement, in the way we go with nature, in the way of going carelessly with all the basic factors which are required for our existence here, with the water, with the air. We are polluting many things without realizing what we are doing. So a deeper consideration will make us aware no, we cannot go blindly like that. We have a responsibility. And that is what we need to realize. Life is helping us to become mature. Life is helping us to take this deeper responsibility. Because if there is somebody always telling you do this, do that and you are doing it, you don't grow, you don't ripen. But when nobody is there telling you do this and do that, but you have to understand, you have to understand that fire can burn, that the water can be, when it is cold, having certain kind of quality and when you heat it up, it goes in a different way, it has all different things. So you have to understand. So just like on the material level we need to understand things, we need also to understand in a deeper level what is our part in this life process. Who are we really? How do we look at each other? What is the basis for our judgment? Because when you can go beyond this blind entanglement in the knowledge and judgment, then you start seeing reality in a deeper way. So before we conclude, we stay some moments with all what is there. <coughs> For the next 20 minutes we sit being wakeful and present with closed eyes. The Life Surfing Podcast will be back next week.